Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back again, um, alone. Um, Miss my buddy King, but uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. Um, a lot of uh, interesting stories coming out today, and uh, the, you know, during the week too, as far as the NFL news, um, a little college football talk. We're gonna. We're gonna t- we're gonna talk about Michigan. I know I talked a little bit about it last week about how um, Harbaugh should be sus- uh, punished somehow. Came out that he was suspended for at least the regular season. I forget how they worded it, but basically um, he cannot be on the sidelines for game day. He still could be you know running the practices and things like that, but uh, um. I don't know if some of you know some of the non-Michigan fans thought, okay, you know, Harbaugh got suspended. You know, now they're going to lose. And well, first off, they're going. They went up against Penn State. You know, until Franklin beats Ohio State or beats Michigan, I'm always going to pick Michigan to win. It just seems like Franklin cannot win the big ones when they have to. And just to flex their muscle, Michigan ran, I, I think I heard something that, like 35 straight runs in the second half. Um, so it sounded like they were they were pretty dominant. I, I watched a little bit of the game, and then uh, I had to do some other stuff. Um, so I really didn't get to, to watch that game too much. I was hoping that Michigan just, you know, romped on them like 54 10 or something like that but um 
and it's a funny part, like because I was talking to our our buddy King about that, and he said normally he would be rooting against Michigan, but yeah, with how this whole um you know sign stealing scandals going on, it, it's it's just so stupid. There's been no evidence shown that Harbaugh either knew about it or um, told Stallion to do it to to you know go to these other games and you know I mean come on like why would you have to go to Central Michigan to steal signs when Michigan's playing so well so needless to say that you know Michigan did win the the Penn State game um, the playoff rankings came out uh, last night Tuesday night right now it's Wednesday uh, as I record and Michigan, I believe, is the number number three team. I believe number maybe maybe it's number two. I, I think it's uh, Georgia's definitely number one. Michigan's number two. Um, Florida State, I think, is four or five. But um, Michigan just playing lights out, and, and you know, I hate to say it, but. You know, gotta give credit where credit's due. And if if last week's game showed us anything about Michigan, this whole scandal drama is only making them tougher, which is scary. Now this weekend they, they have a big game. Um, I believe it's Michigan and Ohio. Oops, excuse me, Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, let me see here. Let me look it up real quick. Which this could potentially um, shake up the, the playoff rankings come next Tuesday. Uh, let's see here. Notre Dame against Wake Forest. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Um, no, they're not playing Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State is playing Minnesota, which that will be a win for them. But anyways... Um, when that game does happen, that's going to have some playoff implications. You know, do both teams stay in the playoffs? And I'll be rooting for Michigan because, you know, fuck Ryan Day. But uh, he, I just can't stand him anymore. Well, I, I never could. I never did like him. But after the whole Notre Dame, Lou Holtz, you know, thing, just made me hate him even more. But... Um, moving on to some NFL news. Big injury uh, report came out earlier. Deshaun Watson out for the year with a broken bone in his shoulder. Um, now, I was listening to uh, the Pat McAfee show uh, earlier today, and uh, they had Adam Schefter on, and he did say he doesn't... he. He's not totally sure. Adam Schefter wasn't totally sure, but he doesn't believe this injury had anything to do with the injury from the same shoulder from a couple weeks ago that he was having issues with. He thinks this is a totally new injury. Um, so he's out for the year. Uh, they're going to go with uh, the rookie quarterback, which I was surprised. I, I thought maybe... You know, they would go with uh, P.J. Walker. Um, but 
for any fans out there that were questioning um, Deshaun Watson a couple weeks ago about the shoulder, you know, uh, questioning his, you know, are you really hurt? Because the doctors cleared him, but he wasn't, he didn't feel like he was cleared himself. And this was right around when uh, their tight end had that freak accident at home that burned his face, and he came out and played that week. Um, so for the, 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 the people out there questioning his toughness, just let this sink in for a second that this past game, he actually played the second half with that broken bone in his shoulder and a sprained ankle. Now, I mean, you know, it's not funny that he got hurt, but the funny part about this is when he came out in the second half, he went something like 14 for 14 or 15 for 15 with a broken bone in that shoulder. It's almost like like he became like bionic man or something that had a bionic arm and, and uh, just became unstoppable. But in two years, unfortunately, like it's, it's starting to look like this contract even though Deshaun started to play kind of like old Deshaun um, it started to look like this this contract was a, a bad contract that Cleveland gave him two years into it has only played I, I think like 10 or 11 games out of it and he's already made almost half that money half that guaranteed money um, So, you know, come next season, maybe, you know, he'll be able to be in football shape and not have any more off the field issues and start right from the get go and, and get going. Because, you know, you, you also, I mean, with this team, you got to feel bad about Miles Garrett, you know, for Miles Garrett, I should say. Um, I mean, on paper right now with the rookie starting, I'm not saying they're packing the, the season in, but. To me, it sounds like they are. Um, and for Miles Garrett to be playing how he's playing, man, this this was the best, probably his best chance to win a Super Bowl. I saw something that, um, as far as making the playoffs before the injury um, was announced, Cleveland Browns were like an 83% chance of making the playoffs. And right now they're, they got dropped down to like 63%. Whereas all the other teams, the Steelers, the Bengals, and I think even the Ravens, their chances of making the playoffs went up because of this injury. It, it, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking in a way to see, you know, such a, a good quarterback like that on the field um, have his season cut short but you know we'll, we'll see how this goes who knows I mean before and I I, I kind of I, I, I sent the message in our, our group chat um, before the um, news came out that the rookie was going to start for the Browns I said what if PJ Walker is the next Tom Brady and I'm not saying by any means he is Tom Brady, but the, the whole um, storyline. You know, you, you remember when 
the Patriots dynasty started. Mo Lewis took out Drew Bledsoe. Had a sixth, seventh round draft pick, whatever Brady was, come in and turns out to be seven Super Bowls and, you know, 15, 20 years of winning. Well, here you are, Deshaun Watson is Drew Bledsoe. At the time, I thought maybe P.J. Walker would be Tom Brady and come in and, and pull this team together and win the Super Bowl. Now, I guess on the other uh, on on the other side of this is you actually have a rookie coming in just like Tom Brady. You know, I mean, I, I don't see them winning the Super Bowl with, with this rookie, but hey, if you got some money you want to take a, a Hail Mary bet, I'd be willing to, willing to bet that uh, it'd be a good payoff if it uh, pays off, if they do go and, and win the Super Bowl. I might have to look up the the bet, uh, the the bets for that. See, you know, see what the line is as far as Browns win the Super Bowl now. Um, other NFL news coming down on. See, I think it was Monday. No, uh, yesterday because the Bills played Monday. Ken Dorsey, Bills offense coordinator, fired. After I think I think they said he was there for two years, uh, he took over for Brian Dable. Um, I don't agree with this. I mean, yeah, the, the offense hasn't played the worst, but hasn't been playing up to that standard that it was when Brian Dable was there. And the main reason why I don't I don't um, agree with this firing is. If they didn't have 12 men on the field and they won the game, would they have still fired Ken Dorsey? Most likely not. It's not his fault that there was 12 men on that field. To me, that's the head coach and that's the special teams coach. Making sure they have their players ready to run on that field quick if they need to. Need to. And now I didn't, you know, I didn't see it live. Um, I just saw the highlights the next day, and it seemed like they had time. And then for the Broncos to come back, very next play, and and get the field goal, just unacceptable. You know, that's like I said. And here, here it is, and that's this is another reason why I put on Sean McDermott is because this is Week Ten. This is not week one, week two, not preseason. These type of penalties should not be happening. You know, there, there are certain penalties that should not be happening at this point in the season. 12 men on the field, um, false starts, offsides. Like, those are mental penalties. Holding, pass interference. I mean, you know, we all could disagree to disagree on some of the calls for you know, for those type of uh, penalties, but this far in the season, you should have your team dialed in. You know, there's what eight weeks left. Most of these teams are going to start doing their their playoff push now. You need to start playing perfect football, especially the Bills, who are on the outside looking in, 
which by the way i called early in the you know before the season started i didn't think the bills will would make the playoffs i think their their window has closed And, you know, so I, I blame Sean, Sean McDermott for this, for that game. And if I'm the front office, if I'm the GM, the owner, at the end of the season, if we don't make the playoffs, I'm taking a long, hard look at Sean McDermott. And if he if we do bring him back, I'd be putting him on the hot seat next year because you got rid of your, your defense coordinator uh, in the offseason. And now you got rid of your offense coordinator halfway through the season. There's no one else to fire. You can't say, oh, well, this person wasn't holding up their end of the bargain or that person wasn't holding up their end of the bargain. Now it's on you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sean McDermott is a hell of a coach. He's had some really good teams with the Bills. But at some point, you got to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? Maybe I don't have that mojo no more. Maybe, you know, our time right now, maybe we got to go into a a rebuild. They have one of the older um, teams in, in the league. I think I heard something like 27 or 28 years old is the average, which nowadays is old or older, I should say. You know, it's not old, old, but it's older. And if you really think about it, if they if let's just let's just play devil's advocate here for a second. Let's say they fire him, Sean McDermott, in, in the, the off season. That AFC East is going to look totally different next year because Bill Belichick's going to be gone, either during the season or definitely after the season. If Sean McDermott's gone, and then let's say you know the Jets don't make the playoffs and and, and miss chance of getting Aaron Rodgers back to have a playoff run, all because you decided to stick with Zach Wilson this whole season. Now, I don't you know, completely blame him. Um, if, if you listen to some of Aaron Rodgers' comments about who to blame, you know, it, it's got to go all around. You know, some of the wide receivers not running the right routes. Offense coordinator not calling it the right play for to, to put your players in the right spot. So does Robert Sally or Sala get canned after this year? So you'd be down to McDaniels at Miami be the only returning head coach. Finally, for once, the NFC East is not the NFC least. That will be left to AFC. And then, you know, then Monday night we have this Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care if Taylor Swift shows up in a Kansas City Chiefs jersey or a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. I don't care about Taylor Swift. You guys know this. You guys know how King, you know, makes fun of me, busts on me about it. Um, I just want to beat the Chiefs. It's been a, a – I don't think we've ever beat the Chiefs since Andy Reid has been the head coach. And it's, it's about time. Do I think we do I think we could win? I think so. Um, Kansas City is not that same team in the Super Bowl, just like us. 
you know, we, I feel like we took a, a slight step back. Even though, if you really look at our offense numbers, you know, they're they're almost there, if not there, from last season. It just feels like we barely win every time, um, every game. Defensive line got a hell of a lot better than last year. Our corners still suck. I mean, Darius Slay, he's he's playing good. He's not playing up to, you know, past couple years. Um, other than Zach Cunningham, our linebackers are still crap. And I, I you know, I've said a couple seasons now, like we need to uh, address that in the offseason, whether it's the draft or in free agency. We got to do something with that. But I'm going to say right now, it's probably going to be now. When I say low-scoring game, I mean I'm not sure what the over/under is, but I say it's going to be under 45 points combined. And if you look back the season, all the primetime games, majority of the primetime games have been on the under. And that's why I'm a little bit worried about tomorrow night's game, Thursday night's game, Bengals against the Ravens. Finally, get two good teams. on a Thursday night game and I'm afraid it's going to be like a 9-6 game so it's going to be interesting um, I may try to do a live video show this weekend uh, going to test out some stuff um, might do it during a hockey game I was looking at the, the schedule for Saturday I was hoping to do it for Flyers but they're a, a 1pm game and um Locally here, they're having a, a Christmas parade, so I might be going to that. But at night, I saw the Penguins versus um, Hurricanes. So that's, that could be a, a good game for 7 p.m. Eastern time. So I may kind of like do like a a play-by-play in a way, but, you know, try out things. So make sure you guys head over to our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe to that so that way you guys get the notifications of when we're going when up if it's me and king or just me or just king you get this the notifications of us going live um and you know make sure you head over to our, our website stay tunesports.net all of our social media accounts are on there and make sure you head over to our sponsored w energy drinks they um I don't believe they released yet, but they are very close to having releasing a energy drinks in cans now. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll probably get away from the, um, well, they'll probably still do the powder stuff, which I always get now. But uh, maybe you'll start seeing the cans in your local gas stations or, or something like that. But if you go over to w.gg and use the promo code STSports18, you'll get 10% off of your purchase at checkout. So make sure you head over to w.gg. So I think that's going to be it for us, or for me, I should say, this week. Um, so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.